Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. Well, counterterrorism officials still going over the uh, drives, the hard drives and computers that were found at the compound of Osama bin Laden. We are now getting word that among all of the other information that they have been able to uncover, they have also found pornography stashed on the computers and hard drives at the bin Laden compound in Abbottabad. Heartland Music presents Alabama in a special two-album collection. Ty Webb, Heavy Longmire, Gustav Mateblanc. Is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second? This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato, enlighten me. Now we're rolling. 18-wheeler. Roll on. Don't sing too much. I don't want us to have to pay a license fee oh, for that okay. shit. I hope you weren't looking at me like I was about to join in. Because I, I wanted I wanted that I to be just pure jump solo. Some, jump on some Alabama. I knew it was Alabama. Well, yeah. But I, I did knew not know anything singing. past what you had right there. Because I don't like Alabama. Me either. I don't. You had, you had plenty of Alabama. Well, they won every few. award. Yeah, I'm yeah they wore the ABs. From a nostalgia purpose, I can listen to it and mm. like... I never liked them. I didn't either. They weren't that bad. They weren't, they they weren't terrible. In hindsight, they just, weren't, but yeah, I, didn't I didn't like them. But I didn't like much 80s country, early 80s country anyway. Some. Uh, I didn't like any Ronnie Millsap. Oh, Man, I love Ronnie Millsap. Out there. No, I'm not. Oof. Yeah, you don't know what you're missing. I do know what I'm missing. I'm missing a guy that I don't like. He's good. And he good. there was a lot of lady country. Yeah. And I don't like the Mandrell sisters or Linda Ronstadt. No, I don't. I mean, <laughs> I don't. And and it's a shame because Linda Ronstadt was kind of the genesis of a lot of stuff that we were really big into. You weren't a big Ann Murray fan? Oh, my grandmother Ann Murray. had <laughs> so many Ann Murray albums. So Canadian. Oh, yeah. Man. Or, you know, Crystal Gale. I did remember hitting on Sylvia when I was eight. You told at, us that. At story. the rodeo. <laughs> yeah. 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 She, wasn't she giving out glossies? She was giving out glossies, and she wrote something about my brown eyes or something. Not Ooh. my brown eye, right. but my brown eyes. <laughs> yeah. Put your pants back up, son. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So this cold snap. Hold on a second. Let me identify ourselves. Oh, okay. And we are <laughs> Can You Hear Me, the podcast of three middle-aged guys who rambling ramble on about absolutely nothing. So if you want to have your send us your opinions about 80s country music, email us at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com, or you can tweet us. I am Real Gustav. I am TyWeb3000. Um. Longmire Heavy. And Bad I just realized we rushed into this because I was trying to stop you. I'm Gustav Monteblanc. I am Ty Webb. And I am the one and only Master of Disaster. <laughs> heavy Longmire. You couldn't think of another one. He, he was stuck. He was stuck. But he did his best. All right. So this Renegade co- of the Red. <laughs> Holder of the Truth. Keeper of the Flame. 
Every, everybody's favorite uncle. Slinger of the shit. Everybody's favorite hey, uncle. Hey, are you going to record a uh, Christmas story like some of the folks asked for? Oh, yeah. Maybe I, an album. I could do that. I could read Twas the Night Before Christmas. We need to find like a country Night Before I can, Christmas. I can, I'll write my own. All right. I'm going to hold you to this. <laughs> well, I've done that before. <laughs> you get a lot of requests. For, 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 I did. I did one one year as a funny. For whom? Just your own. The audience. Some of the locals <laughs> up at uh, the cafe by my mom and dad's, and I meant it for dad. And he thought it was great, so he made copies of it, took it up to the cafe, and left them. And everybody loved it. <laughs> thought it was funny. So I the next year, the next year I got requests. Wow. And so I've done it a couple of times. And, uh, You're famous. Why didn't we know about this already? <laughs> no well, kidding. I, you've been, you've been I've hiding. I've been in that cafe. I've never seen it pinned to the wall in there. <laughs> you've been hiding your uh, light under that it's bushel just basket. below Joe, the picture of Joe Bob's 14-point. <laughs> right. right. At, uh, Here's Eddie, Eddie Ray's first deer. <laughs> and somebody's septic pump card. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, and I don't know if we've talked about it, but and when we used to go up to the uh, scout camp, we would stop along the way and pick odd places to eat sometimes. Mm-hmm. And there was a little place north of Paris in that kind of no man's land between Paris and oh, the river. They're by Frogville. <laughs> they're by Frogville. <laughs> and we stopped at this cafe, and it was one of my favorite places we ever stopped. Yes. It was just a little, like, Low-slung concrete cinder block building. It looked like at one point when it was built, it was built as a beer joint. I guarantee. Oh yeah, it had to be. Yeah, it had that look to it. So the waitress was youngish and early twenties, and she had a black eye from the night before, mm-hmm. fresh shiner. There was an old couple arguing, telling the stories about how the year that he hit her in the head with a hammer at Christmas time. <laughs> Sounds like a Robert Earl King song. There's a the uh, lacquered wooden cutout with John Wayne on it, mm-hmm. and one of Jesus, and yeah. one of a deer. <laughs> <laughs> was Abe Lincoln and a crocodile? There was no Abe Lincoln and any, anything there. Uh, there was a Frogger. Oh, back in the back corner. I don't remember that. And the <laughs> the bathroom had a little window up top that. Due to the scuff marks on the wall, you could clearly tell people had crawled out of to skip out on their check. <laughs> <laughs> it, there was there was only one section, and it was everybody smokes. Yeah, and the old people were, and the whole place was talking about where to get the cheapest cigs at. Yeah, this is like the definition of a dive. Oh, it was, you know, it's Red River Valley. Red yeah. River Valley, man, it was great. Yeah, it, it made the the cafe by your parents look quaint. Right. I remember we were eating there one time, and we got to looking, and the ketchup bottle on our table was Heinz. <laughs> the ketchup bottle on the table behind us was French's or something. something. Hunt's. Yeah, Hunt's. And I was like, well, I want to get that one because I like Hunt's ketchup better. And the Polynesian's like, it doesn't matter. It's all sure fine anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They're just refilling those bad bags. Oh, yeah. It was great. All right. So we've been talking about this cold spell. And that got us into talking about our 
sleeping preferences. Gustav stated previously that him and Mrs. Monteblanc do not use the top sheet. Did we say that on the air? While yes, we did. Okay. We did. You just use the fitted sheet, just not the fitted the top sheet, sheet, and then the comforter or the electric blanket on top of that. And when he brought up electric blanket, that brought me to say that I'm not a don't really care for the electric blanket. I like layers of blankets. Yeah. I like that weight. Yeah, and on um, and if you're like me, you had a bunch of old women that made a bunch of yes. quilts. Yes, quilts. So you got used Ooh. to the, and they like my great aunts that lived in the home place. Mm-hmm. They didn't have Central heat and air. Right. So they just had propane heaters, and it had to be iced on the ground for them to turn the heaters on in the bedrooms. Yeah. Well, the house you grew up in, did you have central heat and air? Yeah. See, I did not have central heat and air. Oh, that's and right, yeah. We had two floor furnaces. Yeah, yeah. One in the front of the house, one back in the back of the house. Because I always like to stand on the, uh, the one in the front of the house. Yeah. And then there was a... One of those gas heaters in the bathroom. Burn your ass on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like no guards on it or anything. Yeah. It's just one of those walls. Right. We had one of those in the house when I was really little. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I can remember, I can remember as a small kid, like waking up in my bed was up against the windows. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this was an old house. It wasn't great windows. Right. It was just old, old windows. I can remember waking up in my like during the night, I had scooted my pillowcase, or my pillow had scooted up against the window. I remember waking up in the morning and my pillowcase being frozen to the window. <laughs> I mean, so it was cold. There was Hard no, times. And I didn't have a, any kind of space heater right. or anything, because, you know, cause that uses electricity, and we're not going to waste electricity. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. How many was, times did we hear that phrase, waste electricity? Yeah. Hey, uh, I've used that phrase probably in the last week. You know, and as a... And we can probably all attest to this. I, sometimes I feel like the sole purpose of me living here with my family is just walking around the house, turning off lights. Yeah. yeah. Closing doors. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and I can remember my dad, turn the light off. You had, and I'm if you're like, not in the room, why does the light need to be on? Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. So. Even if you are so in I there, grew up you using, don't really need to see that It was good. cold. Right. So, and I like those, you know. Great grandma's mm-hmm. quilt, heavy, she thick, stowed from my grandpa's scrap clothes when mm-hmm. feed sacks. Yeah, just. I remember when you had your coat of many colors. <laughs> yeah. Man, there's nothing more comfortable than a quilt. I've torn up so many. Not many people. Dude, I, like I want my wife crochets. She's picked that up the last couple of years. Like you need to start quilting. Well, so I. Get her in a quilt. I, you know, I had all these. No. I had all these quilters, <laughs> and they taught me how to quilt. Yeah, and that shit's hard. Yeah, first off, and very it takes time up a, consuming. Very time consuming, and it takes it's up a lot space. of space because you got to set up your quilting rack, and they would all be working around it, you know. Mm-hmm. And well, they could turn out some quilts, but that's that's what you did. Mm-hmm. You know, these weren't women that had jobs that right. were outside the home. They obviously worked, but no, they that was. Yeah. Part of what they did for the family was to make these quilts. Mrs. Gustav's made some on the sewing machine. Yeah. And it's just not the same. No. I mean, they're pretty and they're, you right. know, she's never made a full size one. She's made like small ones to give to people. Those old patch quilts are just cool. Oh, yeah. man. And, you know, you get one like corduroy on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. I remember there was one that somebody made, one of my great grandmothers, or maybe great great grandmothers, and it had little tufts that were of string that were tied. Yeah. 
And I put, pulled every one of those damn things because I was a little shit out. You little fucker. Man. I kick myself now. I'd love to have that quilt, yeah. but I'll let you demise. It's quilt killer. Run. Run. Well, then, this discussion brought us to, you talked about this invention that I have not heard of. It's a electric mattress cover. Yeah. Mattress cover. So, you're familiar with the mattress cover. Yeah, right? I have one of those. Bragger. So, the electric mattress cover is just like an electric blanket. It's got the heating element in it. Yep. It doesn't hurt to lay on? No. No. It's the they make cover's, different now. The cover's thicker. Okay. So, it kind of levels out. Okay. And you just put your... Fitted sheet on top of that, and you can set it. And like Ty was saying, you may have dual controls, so one side can be one temperature and the other side not. And it's like fucking Star Trek, man. Mm-hmm. You know, Star Trek, they never had a top blanket. You could just, I couldn't be that way, but in theory, you could just be all toasty laying there. Wow. And if you if you up the package a little, you can get one that vibrates. That'd I have sweet. not seen that. That'd be sweet. Do you remember the vibe? Are you telling the truth? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the vibrating beds back yes. when we were kids? Oh, you put the quarters in? Hotels. Yeah, it's got me gets hot. Tonight. Sorry, getting hot. He got excited. He about got that. excited. <laughs> Boy, you put those quarters in there and he go to lay on my stomach. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't have wanted to see what that looked like under the black light. Those rooms. Yeah, those cheap motels when you were kids that had the vibrating bed. That was the best. Well, you'd go out there and get your Owen Mills photos. Exactly. <laughs> In the same room that Bob Crane got bludgeoned to death. That's right. It's like, all right, somebody, in the last week, somebody has been shot, stabbed, and all kinds of sexual activity going yeah, on right here where right. we're getting our family photo. Non-consensual yeah. sexual activity, <laughs> right. probably. Being filmed by uh, the local pornographer. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a different time. I haven't seen a vibrating bed in a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, do you know anybody that has one of those automatic adjustable beds? Is the sleep number? Sleep number oh, bed? no, I was Adjust- talking about the one. You remember the, the old the commercials? Old right. Well, they make the sleep number makes one kind of like that. They now, do. You can they make one it. that adjusts up and down. Yeah. You know anybody that's got one of those? Yeah. How's that go? Yeah, would you like to elaborate? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't. I haven't been on it. Okay. It's just a a buddy of what mine. What about the sleep number? Have you ever slept on one of the sleep number? I have beds? not. I have not, not either. One of their. I've got them. one of those uh, memory foam type, yeah. you know, Tempur Pedic type, uh-huh. but not like, Tempur Pedic. The one that's like the solid foam. Yeah. So how's that for the uh, old uh, nocturnal fun times? Oh, it's plenty good. Because I would think that you would kind of get like. Locked in, bogged down. No, I mean it's not one of those that's like in certain positions. It, yeah, it's not one of those that's like super, super firm. You know, that like doesn't you know give at all. Yeah, I guess it's kind of you know a little bit between the because those ones that looked like where you just kind of like sink into them. I would think that when the last time we shopped for mattresses, and it's been a long time, we need one, but we went there and it was I guess it's just me and Mrs. Gustav, and I got on one of those on. Hands and knees, it kind of makes <laughs> backward and forward motions at the like, store. At the store, and said, "I don't think it's going to work for us, honey." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Then she pretended like she didn't know him. Yeah. <laughs> so we went with a uh, pillow top top yeah. instead. No, I I love this 
I mean, this mattress, it's so comfortable. I mean, it'd be hard to get used to going back to just a regular mattress, I think. So it's so comfortable on my back. And Yeah. What old man talk are we having here talking about mattresses? Well, I hey. put this good on my back. Well, what happens I put the fake fucking in, so, uh, you know, you y'all go. can at least bring something to the table. If you get used to... Uh, oh, I know. Whatever you get used to, like... If I was up at my parents not too long ago and sleeping in like their spare, you know, their guest mm-hmm. room, and they've got like an older regular yeah. mattress, and I felt like I was sleeping in a fucking taco in there. Yeah. You know, it just like you sink so far yeah. down if you're not used to having all that. Yeah, kid. especially once you do start having back problems, the mattress is an important. Look, my dad probably about six or seven years ago when he really started getting back problems, he went through shit. A couple of different, he'd buy a mattress. It's like, no, oh, this one doesn't. Y'all want this one? It doesn't. I don't like it. Yeah. They'd give, right. give it to one of the kids, buy another one. And finally, he got one of those foam ones. You just, it comes in the, it's in a damn bag. Was yours like this when you bought it? Mm-hmm. And you just, you unfold it, and that's finally full, well, full of air. There's a company that good and firm. It yeah. sells them. Off the internet, and it comes in a box that's like the size of one of these Amazon boxes yeah. here, and yeah. you unlock it, and it's right. like one of those old inflatable uh, life rafts or yeah. something. Yeah, this is great. People are in love mattress talk. <laughs> this is going to be the most popular episode ever. Send us an email about your favorite mattress. <laughs> you prefer Sealy? <laughs> Let us know how doggy style works on your mattress. Hey, it is something, though, along the... You know, along with a lot of other things, when you first start becoming an adult and realizing what stuff costs. Oh, You remember yeah. when you're like, what? Yeah. You know, like first time you had to buy a, a, a nice mattress. Good mattress, yeah. You're like, yeah. good I've never bought Lord. One. <laughs> I, I bought one, and we, and we sorely need it, but I can't pull the trigger to get another one. I don't even want to say what I paid for mine, but I'm keeping no. that thing forever. Yeah, I'm exactly. Sure, I'm sure There's yours in the penthouse in downtown Dallas is quite exquisite. They delivered it by chopper. Yeah. Well, we have an email from Ray Ranfield, a.k.a. Jay Cranfield, and it says, To a regionally locally famous Ring of Honor inductee and to the two other guys that record with him, if you guys are recording on this fine October Saturday, we, you know, we're behind on the emails. I apologize, but you get the point. I hope this email finds you before the microphones go hot. First off, congrats to one Gustav Montebloch on the Ring of Honor induction by the Brothers Soroy earlier today. No doubt a well-deserved award. My personal favorite part was telling my wife, hey, I know that guy, as they announced the honor, and my wife just looks up from her phone with a confused response of, you know a guy named Gustav Monteblanc? <laughs> Damn right I do. Listen to the Halloween episode and stories on throwing eggs, biscuits, etc. Some friends and I used to raise some hell in a somewhat similar manner. Well, raise as much hell as a group of guys who have signed True Love Weights cards can do by commandeering truckloads <laughs> of real estate and political party signs and staking 75 or so into someone's residential front yard. I believe we may have damaged a sprinkler system or two, but the statute of limitations has no doubt expired. If not, the case for defense, defense will be assigned to Jordan immediately. Keep up the good work. No attempt to look Gustav directly in the eyes was made during the construction of this email. Jay. <laughs> I would warn you that I think taking a political sign is a uh, crime, isn't it? Mm, there's some obscure... 
vague laws yeah. on that. I think if you know if somebody's wanting to to mess with you, right? If somebody's wanting to be a jackass, about so it, watch yeah. out for that. It's like those laws that you know they just put them on there to to f with you, right? Yeah, you know it's like how they got the when they go after the uh, mobsters with obscure tax laws or rico right. laws right. or stuff now, and you know. And I'm not a scholar of the law like Jordan James, but laws that rely on intent, those have always been kind of like, yeah. how can you prove my intent? Right. I mean, yeah, when I had that bale of weed, I probably did intend to sell it, but yeah. how can you prove that? Maybe I was just going to use it to take pictures of the kids sitting on it for Halloween. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fall fest. Fall fest. Well, oh, anyway. I think the most interesting part of the email is that uh, Jay fell for signing one of those Love Can Wait cards. True Love Wait? Yeah. yeah. Well, he may have signed it. Right. Yeah, I mean, we we don't know that he waited. <laughs> Just because you signed it doesn't mean right. you can't. Well, he's a man of honor, though. He is a man right. of honor. Yeah. He, yeah. He probably I, had to, I, had to, I, I did not have to sign one because nobody was not. Nice. <laughs> 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 I was waiting anyway. <laughs> Uh, when did those get popular? That was that was after that us. was after that was us, early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. Is when that whole early. thing came and about. And had the wasn't promise it? ring too. Which yeah, creepiest. Where you well, promise your dad? Kind yeah. of, like what do y'all think shit. about the? Uh, have we talked about the whole daddy daughter dances and all that stuff on here before? Mm-hmm. I don't think we have. Y'all know about those, right? Well, I go to those every Valentine's. My daughter and I go, and you know she gets a dress and I put on a suit and we go and I have to dance to freaking YMCA or whatever and do the hand motions. It's yeah. an odd phenomenon though, don't you think? Like I've always just I don't know. Something about it is so just seems a little odd. Yet? No. I haven't gone because of that. Because of that? Yeah. We've gone to them for probably the you know, she's seven now and I think we've probably gone to them for about the last three years. Yeah. What's your hold back on? I don't know. It just creep I mean, factor. Yeah, it just seems well, and it a lot of it depends on. I mean, like everything, the you know, there's a big variance in what they what they're actually like. Like some of them are more like you're actually going on a date, you know, with your dad versus like it's just you know like a special night for the daughters and the dads and that kind of thing. But like the one that we have one that's. In our community, mm-hmm. that this is reason. This is the only one we've had the opportunity to go to, but we hadn't because the way it was set up is it's way too much like a date for me. Like it's you know, you get them a corsage and you I don't know. It just seemed creepy, huh? It yeah. seemed a little. The layout of it just seemed a little too romantic for my taste. I, yeah. I can see your apprehension. Ours is put on by the Parks and Rec Department. It's actually held where my reception was held. Okay. Were you at my wedding? <laughs> I was in it. <laughs> so we're heavy. Uh, did you catch the uh, the guard? Hell, I don't know. I was drunk. Yeah, you were drunk. For somebody that doesn't drink, I had a pretty good reception. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a good time. Anyway. And it's very, you know, it's, I, I think I've seen some corsages there. We don't do that, and I don't buy her flowers or anything. We just go, and we dance some, and, you know, she's young, so she's not her, you know, she's not that good a dancer. <laughs> no, she's a much better dancer than I am. But, uh, you do any break dancing? I you bring have, your own cardboard? So I have not 
But there are some dads Headspin. that will really put on a show. I haven't seen break dancing, but there's some dad dancing going on. Really? There's some dads that think they are hot shit. <laughs> there's some dads that I guarantee were practicing at yes. home. <laughs> and if if I tried to pull that kind of shit, mine would roll her eyes and, you know, yank me off the floor. So it's just uh you get a balloon and, you know, they might have a cookie or some punch and then we stand in line for the photo booth thing. Yeah. And that's about it, about yeah. two hours maybe. And then yeah. we go to Brahms and get a, some ice cream. So yeah. it it's something that it's we like do. a real date. <laughs> it sounds like prom with your daughter. Yeah. It's but you know, it's about that. But they're see, very popular. I can I mean, see where there'd be some creep to it. I I haven't felt that. I have noticed that there's the weird dads dancing. And now what I feel bad for are the dads with multiple daughters. Because mm. there's a guy that we know that has, I think, three daughters. And every time I see him, you know, he's doing his best. And he, he, he doesn't look like it's beating him down any. But he's having to dance with all three and, you know, manage that. And that would be a chore. I yeah. bet he's got a flask in his pocket. I cannot imagine having to have more than one daughter. So tip of the hat to you two bastards. Man. Yeah, it's... It's something. Cause my a lot of whiskey. Totally, uh, See, I was thinking the other day, mm-hmm. I don't know, me and Mrs. Longmire were somewhere where there was a, a small baby boy, you know, probably about four months old. We're both looking at him with googly eyes like, oh, isn't he cute, you know? See, I do not look at babies like that. <laughs> and, uh, and later she was like, you think we're going to have another one? I was like, hell no. No. Uh, once it gets mentioned. Um, yeah, the, the seed's planted, brother. Um, well. No, the seed is not. <laughs> the, is uh, it not? Can you confirm that? I said, uh, I said no. Know. I said, I'm... I'm Seedless. I'm, no. <laughs> yeah, he's like seedless grape from the old Fruit of the Loom commercials. <laughs> like, no, I'm, I'm perfectly good on that. But that got, to, got me to thinking, if I did have a son, in my mind... But you're the only one of us that can answer to this, Gustav. I've told you what kind of questions I have to answer. <laughs> In my mind, I think I would be much harder on a son yeah. than I would be my daughters. Because my daughters, it's like, I mean, man, they had me wrapped up the first breath they took, you know, and I'm a sucker. Now, I'll stand my ground and, you know, there's not going to be a lot of bullshit. I'm not going to take any bullshit off of them. But, yeah, I give in a hell of a lot more than, you know, with with a son, especially with when they don't do things that I've asked them to do or don't, you know, I'm kind of, hey, I asked you to do this. You know, yeah. why hadn't you done it? You know, with a son, I can see maybe some of my dad's tone coming <laughs> out. Yeah, a little more curt. Coming out in my child rearing of that just because, just because he's a boy. Yeah. Now, that image of making your boy tough yes, or something right. like no, that. That's... There, there's no doubt there's an element to that. Now, we had our, I guess the boys were three and five when we had the daughter. So they were already, you know, past that kind of, you know, you've got, you're, you're disciplining them now. It's mm-hmm. not just, you know, they're not just babies and toddlers. Um, but my boys were docile and pretty low maintenance. Yeah. And then she's much more grit and fire and... Now, she's not bad by any means, but right. she's definitely much more spirit than they do. Yeah. Now, she's got me wrapped around her finger. Now, you know, she gets 
discipline probably harder from Mrs. Gustav than me. But most of it's just, I don't know, girls just, they just get you. I mean, that's just, you yeah. Know, you now, I don't know if you ever watched that Malcolm in the Middle show. No, never have. I've seen it a couple so of times. So they're like uh, five boys mm-hmm. in the family. And the mom has a daydream about what if I had daughters, how different it would be. And at first it's all, oh, this is great. And then they all start bitching at each other right. just being girls, you know. So if you one's fine. Two, yeah, that's trouble. And then three or four, then you're yeah. up, up shit creek. When you do plant that seed, no. good luck. No. Yeah, maybe you could have another girl. Yeah, that's yeah. A, it's probably what would happen, so there's no sense in even trying. Since you can't throw boys. <laughs> Having that. How dare you? You can't. Prove me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bet you $20 yeah. you can't have a boy. You know what? 40 uh, No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you ought to be just getting fixed. Yeah. Just go ahead it. and get that clipped, because, you know, my third one was a surprise to me. It was not a bad His third one was a bigger surprise to me. <laughs> Less insurance covers it 100%. I ain't doing it. Well, you know, I will come and hold your hand during the procedure and make jokes. Hell, right. we'll record it live. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, we might d- just do it. We can do it. I, I've had mine done. I've paid I've, attention. As I've said before, I've seen them. Right. There's probably some YouTube videos on it. Yeah, we can do oh, this. Oh, yeah. We'll just pull that up. Yeah, we we mean, can do that right among, Between right the three of us, episode. we've had enough. Anatomy classes and biology classes. Sure. We could, yeah. We know yeah. what the well, stuff I mean, looks like. You got that stirrup chair over there. Hey, yeah. You know what? Fake Bailey J's got a stirrup chair. She may kill me for saying that. Does she? Bought one at a, uh, I got a state sale or something. Everybody needs at least one. What does she do with it? I don't want to know. Where's that? I don't want to know. Okay. I haven't seen it, but she told me she bought it. Okay. You know, she's into all that. Bought it in a state sale? Yeah, or something. Maybe, maybe not. That's even weirder. Maybe. Right hey, speaking of state sales, have I told the state sales story on here yet? Oh no, oh, I don't the, think so. Which the, one? The, you know the about one the. Where, oh yeah. no. Okay, I always was a fan of the estate seller. I used to work with some old people that I'd help them out with them. So I was always around buying old tools and odd things. You know, every time I see one, I gotta stop, go look at what this dead person, or maybe. Maybe they've gone to the home or something. But they are really cool. Stuff. And it always amazes me what will be sold there. Because if you're a hardcore person that runs those things, they'll sell every damn thing in the house. Mm-hmm. If it's a half-empty half roll of tinfoil, they'll sell it. Yeah. Half-eaten moon pie? They'll sell it. <laughs> I mean, I've seen people sell condiments and, you know. Half, half a jar of peanuts in the pantry. Yeah, there. I've seen Ketchup packets it. for a penny. Yeah, in a bag. I go to this one. And I can gauge pretty quickly if somebody that's running it is just out of their mind what the prices are. Because usually it'll be like full price the first day and then half price Mm -hmm. the second day or whatever. And you'll get some. The people I used to work with were legit antique dealers. So they would go ahead and contact the people they knew that would be into, you know, World War II and stuff or whatever. And they would have those people lined up at the door. So I don't go early anymore. I don't care about that i'll just stop if i see one so i stopped at one this little tiny house and not that great of a neighborhood and it was an old man and uh old man running it old man that had lived there okay and he did have a bunch of you know like world war ii stuff but they had it priced just crazy and it wasn't selling i went out to the back and there was the shed and i'm looking around there 
And there were some pictures of him that were kind of odd, like a lot of them without a shirt on when he's old. Okay. But like on vacation stuff and not like he's at the beach, but just never had a shirt on. Walking around shirtless. And so I'm like, okay, that's kind of odd. But, you know, then I think about that was a lot more common for old men back when we were young. Mm -hmm. Did y'all's dads walk around the house in their underwear? Oh, yeah. When y'all were growing up? Yeah. My dad, too. Company come over, like, you know, your friends come over. Uh, It don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. My dad dad still does. My dad Thank God he wears those boxer briefs now. would wear, like, shorts a lot. Like, underwear and undershirt. I'm just thinking about, like, that's not something that, you know, my kids would ever see. Like, once it was after about 6.30 at night, my dad was just in his underwear. Yeah. Back then, his tidy whities Yep. tidy whities my grandpa used to sit around in his boxers all the time. A little flap trouble? Yeah. That's the problem with that. There, there's yeah. too many ways that something yeah. can be... Uh, there's boxers chewing tobacco and watching football. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry. We derailed no, there. It fits in nicely with where we're going. I'm looking around, and there's odds and ends here and there. And I noticed that down on the floor, there's like one of those old shaving bags. You know, that one that kind of kind of would fold at the top mm-hmm. and you zip up? Old dop kit. Yeah, and so, oh, you know, let's look at that, because maybe it's one of those cool old ones with all the old, or no, I thought it was a shoe shine bag. Mm-hmm. So I unzip it, and I look in there, and there's some leather stuff in there, and I'm like, what the hell is that? I don't touch it, I just kind of shake the bag, because I'm smart enough, I'm not going to go reaching into this crap. And inside of it were multiple leather and steel cock rings. Look out. Hello. So... And so what does he immediately do? Send us a picture of it. Well, I take a picture of it immediately <laughs> and send it to Mrs. Gustav first. But what the great thing about it was is it was a, some older women running the cell. And there was an old man helping them, not the same old man in the house. Mm-hmm. I did not buy the bag of cock rings. I thought you did. I did not. Mrs. Gustav he asked stole me them. when I got home, why didn't you buy the bag of cock rings? <laughs> I mean, these are antiques. But... At this place, the old women had put a, a piece of masking tape with the price of everything on it. Mm-hmm. And I could see, and I have the picture somewhere, I'll try to find it, and I'll post it with this episode. The, the cock rings, each one of them had a piece of masking tape wrapped around some part of it. So these old women had picked up each one of these cock rings and put masking tape on it and priced it for, I don't know, a dollar or whatever. Without, I That's assume, too much. I think they had no idea. What I they were assume handling. without any knowledge of what they were pricing. No, hmm. you should have taken the bag up to one of those old ladies and said, "What are these? What are these? This I, is interesting. Know. What is this? Can so I try this on before the I buy?" Dude was of an age that those cock rings. That was some avant-garde stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a trendsetter. Leather and steel. Yeah, leather and steel. Yeah. Ugh. The steel cock ring, that scares me. Yeah. I don't want to put my cock in the steel thing and get stuck and then have to have the fire department cut it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you uh, get yours off, Heavy? I've, you know. Jaws of life. Well, that would, that's just, I don't get that. That's the scariest thing in the world. I've told my boys, don't put your dick into anything it'll get stuck into. It's a good rule of thumb. Especially you know. in the 903. <laughs> <laughs> You'd end up married. Uh, at 14. So I am curious if uh, Jay's true love weight held. Yeah. So give us some feedback on that, Jay. Or or you could 
send that in through an alternate, you know, alternate email with somebody else and tell us about a true love white story. Yeah. Uh, email us your favorite cock ring story. Yeah. Send you, send pics. Why not? Put some masking tape on it and take a picture and send it in. I just love the idea of those old women just, you know, <laughs> pricing away. Mm. And, oh, what do you think we should charge for that? I don't know, a dollar. <laughs> well, and they were really, yeah. Because there were multiple, and there were like some different styles in there. I mean, this guy was a cockering connoisseur, apparently. Man. He had more than I have. Be interesting dude to talk to. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to find out more. Yeah. yeah. I'm... Well, he probably had these things hidden in what he thought, you know, people would just assume as a shaving kit, and then he often dies, and somebody, <laughs> right. yeah, damn, not only do you have to find uh, these, you got to put them on display for everybody to see. Yeah, that would be that would be the worst, is if you suddenly died, so if and then your, your family, not your family that lives in the house, but just, you know, parents right. or relatives are going through your shit. Just think of the stuff oh they're going to find. So I'm going this to, is an odd place to find this. I, I'm going to uh, draw a crude map that I'm going to tell y'all where it's hidden, where stuff's at. And if Mrs. Gustav and I perish in, uh, at the same time, we're to come get y'all are immediately. to come and get that stuff, yeah. Immediately. Okay. Just, <laughs> That's like a good rule of thumb. Yeah. You know, and there's, and there's stuff all over the place, you know. It's, <laughs> you need it. He, He's gonna draw us this Goonies map. Yeah, yeah. It's there's one not just one. Really. There's, yeah, <laughs> exactly. There's uh, not just one part. In fact, the compass rose will be my 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 uh, contraption. Not the contraption. The uh, the mold. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. Now y'all have to go out to the barn and get the contraption. Well, I think it's just. I mean, I think we should just make the pact now that all of us will be willing to do that for each other. Uh, oh, we yeah. don't need our children stumbling on to no. this or any other no. family member. Now I would think you know, other than the the physical things. I mean, the old men used to have the stack of dirty magazines somewhere, right? Yeah. So now there's no dirty magazines. You just got to come smash my hard drive with a hammer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Throw that son of a bitch you, in the pond. You got to take everything electronic in my house and just put it into a gravel pit. Just burn it. Did y'all ever see the... God, who was that comedian? Robert Shimmer. Schimmel. Schimmel. Tall, bald guy. Yeah, yeah. Goulet? Where he talked about... Uh, he ain't bald. Nobody's tall Robert guy. He... Talked about a uh, you know going into a sex shop, coming out with this stuff, and he gets home with this device that you're you know supposed to plug in the wall and then put your penis in. And he's like, I started to, and then I got to thinking, <laughs> I, I can't imagine the fire the paramedic explaining this to my mom <laughs> when he picks my dead. His penis was in what, <laughs> and it was plugged in the wall. <laughs> Do you remember in Top Secret when uh, Val Kilmer gets put in the German prison and his agent has the anal intruder? Yes. It's like a, oh, yes. a fist on the end of a jackhammer. <laughs> yes. And then they say they found him dead, but he died with a smile on his face. <laughs> Man, I need to revisit that. I that, the that one movie scene I remember up. from Top Secret. Is the ballet scene? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so we showed that to the kids because we're probably not the best parents in the world, uh, and they so saw good. the ballerinas tiptoeing on the on the bulges of the. Uh, why isn't there a a word for a male ballerina? It's just ballerina too. Did huh. you know that? Never really thought about it. Well, I've been involved in ballet. No. Okay. <laughs> Mark that. <laughs> With the daughter, and so I have had to uh, sit through a lot of that. 
anyway, yeah, there's not a male, it's just male ballerina. There's not a... Like a male nurse? Yeah. It's not like a ballerino. Hey, I tell you what, if you're a male nurse... That's not a bad gig. That is not a bad gig yeah. because of the female nurses. Yeah. That's the that's the place to be. And you're a big fish in a little pond. Yes. And there's nothing flirtier and maybe hornier than nurses if you want to go after a certain demographic. There's a pretty high rate of wild and crazy, too. Oh, yeah. From the stories I hear, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So send us cockering stories, too. Yeah. Or, or male nurse stories. Or your crazy nurse stories. Sexy or nurse if you stories. are a crazy nurse, just send let us, us hear numbers. from you. If you got big boobs, let us hear from you. There you go. Well, we got another email here, and this one is from the good, good Tom Ginsburg. Ruth Bader. Suh, dudes. Suh. Do you have any good rodeo stories from back in the day? I competed in one as a kid, and it was rather eventful. My whole family flew down to watch from the, uh, the great northeast. I was competing in a mini barrel race. I was about to finish when something spooked the horse, and I got thrown off. Was it a was it like a mini horse? Was it a pony? I'm curious about this. I don't know. The whole place freaks out, and the creepy rodeo clown ran over and asked if I was okay. You okay? Hey, hey, guy. You want a Budweiser? I tried to play it off like a tough guy. I was awarded two belt buckles for my efforts. The best part is my grandpa taped the whole thing. I'd like to see that, if you got that, Tom. Yeah, for sure. Sign, Tom. I did not ever compete in rodeo. Now, my brother did. Did he? Yeah, he... uh, He tried his hand at bull riding? He tried his hand at bull riding. And one night, he needed money... This is with... uh... Yeah. Well, I don't know if he ever did, the the friend. I don't know if he ever did. But this is probably when we were in college. Okay. And he needed money for... uh, Entry fee. Entry fee. And he didn't have shit. So he sold me a twenty-two for twenty-five dollars, <laughs> <laughs> which I still have. Fleeced him, fleeced him. It wasn't like a great one, but it shoots all right. I, I no, I sold it. Got him in the rodeo. No, I sold it to him for twenty dollars because he couldn't find the magazine for it, which was somewhere at the house. And I told him I'd give him five dollars if he ever found the magazine. He still had it. <laughs> but I'd still I would, I'd still give him five bucks for it. Uh, but yeah, he tried bull riding. I don't know if I ever saw him do it. That was just one of those things, yeah, I go on, don't kill yourself, you know. The rodeo, though, was a big thing. I went to it more when I was little than I did when we got older, though. Yeah. It always rained. Yeah. Yeah. Always rained. When we were little, it did. Now, when we were growing up was really when team roping came in to play. It got really big then, yeah. And, uh, man, my little Jake Barnes, Clay O'Brien Cooper. My dad wanted so bad for me to learn to rope. And I just had no... I'm awful at it. I had no desire whatsoever. I mean, he bought a good yeah. roping horse, and yeah. I just I had no desire whatsoever to, to rodeo. Now, my my father-in-law still team ropes. Does he? He, you know, he wins money. Does he? They, but they have a... They got a pen just down the road from him, and, you know, he doesn't run any steer, any cattle at the house. Yeah. Cause he just has horses, but he always has a couple of, you know, they've always got a few head of steer to, to rope practice, yeah. and just practice. And that's, if it's a Sunday and if it's not raining, they're probably just dicking around roping. Yeah. Well, my granddad, you know, the granddad, the mm-hmm. cowboy right. granddad, he was a horse trainer and everything. And he 
he calf roped yeah. when he was younger, and then he got as he got older, he got really into cutting horses. And that, that would be cool. That's what he did all the time. Yeah. And he, he, I mean, he would go, you know, all over to compete in that. Yeah. And then my mom, when she was in high school, she's a barrel racer. Wasn't yeah, she? she was a barrel racer. Pretty good one too. The uh, yeah, there's even now to me, it's really fun watching good cutting horses. Oh yeah, yeah, because that's a that's so much the horse. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just it's neat. I always wished I would have tried steer wrestling. In my mind, I have the image <laughs> that I would have been really good at that. Yeah, which you I know I had the steer wrestling build with the big barrel chest and everything. But all those guys, at least nowadays, since folks, it's more of a Science kind of, well, not more of a science. People know more about the physiology of it. Right. It's those tall, lanky yeah, guys, tall that, guys. Are, yeah. that are good at it. Yeah. It's not brute strength. It's all about leverage. Right. Now, you know, we had we had the coach that was oh, a hell of a bull rider. Yeah. He's oh, smaller yeah. than me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, most bull riders are a little bitty guys. That's right. Oh, yeah. Well, Don Gay being yeah. Yeah. Ty Murray, little Ty guy. Ty Murray. And they're some of the best damn athletes. Yeah. I mean. It takes a hell of a lot of. Yeah, beaten those. Uh, well, my cousin, you know, he rode Bronx mm-hmm. for years until he finally, his parents finally made, you know, made him stop doing it because he got hurt so bad so many times. Yeah. But it's like an addiction. I mean, those guys. I mean, my dad rode bulls. Yeah, I remember you saying that for a couple of years. Really, he rode bulls. Now, asked him as he would ride saddle Bronx. Some, but it was mainly bulls. And I was, he said, "I'm scared of the horses." I was like, "Well, Why that's kind of how I always horse? thought too." Why are you scared of them? He said, "They can kick too far." Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, they can kick so far. He said, "I was more scared of the horses than than he was the bulls." Well, that's huh. a, that's what yeah. I've always thought, especially the uh, just the bear uh, back broncs. Oh I mean, yeah, that's just, yeah. You know, I can't, but imagine. I can't imagine. That's insane. The, I mean, and when I was younger, I didn't think about it. Because you don't think about your body mm-hmm. when you're young, but now, as a early forties overweight male, when I watch rodeo and I watch bull riding and saddle or bareback bareback riding, and I'm like, I cannot imagine the pounding those guys' mm. hips and back. Oh yeah, are taking just the, just imagine your spine taking that. And, and the guys that do oh, yeah. that for years, I and mean, that's why there's so many of them that were, you know. Well, do you remember in Hooked on Pills? I think it was still, this was when Tom Murray was still riding. And one of these sports doctors. James I Andrews. I can't or remember if, he was in, if it was from Dallas or not. But Sports Illustrated did this issue where they took some of the best athletes in all the different sports and ran them through these different physiological tests. Yeah. Wanting to see, you know, who... Like body wise, who is the best athlete? They took somebody from the NFL, NHL, NBA, yeah. and they took Ty Murray. Ty Murray, it was I think he was like right behind Michael Johnson or something like that. Mm. You know, the sprinter. Yeah. And uh, just because of his I mean, virtually no fad on him. Right. Mm-hmm. Just that and he and Ty Murray's a small guy. Was well those all around guys, you know, that I mean Yeah. Ride all of it. They're, they're it? have you watched athletes. rodeo lately? Mm, not lately. You know when we were younger, like this week the hot spot, the hot spot where a bunch of them lived, and it's probably because of Ty was at Stephenville. You know, oh yeah, that, yeah. Sharp now, and all those guys. Not Decatur. Oh really? When you watch it, all 
bunch of those bull riders and and uh, bronc riders and rover. Hell, all of them. A lot of them come out of yeah. you know have home base in Decatur. I drove through Decatur a couple months ago. We and lost to Decatur in a high school playoff game basketball. Did you? Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, sorry. I, y'all went to the playoffs. I don't remember that. Yep. I had a three pointer to win the game, just roll out Hoosier style. Mm. Mm. But Gene Hackman was mad. Oh man, he's so pissed. My dad ran on the court like Dennis Hopper, Dennis Hopper, just <laughs> drunk and <laughs> <laughs> screaming at the refs. I mentioned to y'all earlier in the week that I started that Amazon Prime series, Goliath. Yeah, and it's good, right? It's so good. And talking about Hoosiers. You know, Billy Bob Thornton is the lead character in the show. Goliath. I don't even know what it's about. And uh, well, he plays. He's about to tell you. He plays a down on his luck attorney. Okay. That's an alcoholic in that adopts a small African American child from the inner city. Played played by Emmanuel Lewis. The uh, anyway, Hoosiers is his favorite movie. Okay. So he'll he'll be throwing out several times. He throws out quotes. He'll throw out this quote that's like really. Meaningful, and he'll say, "That's from Hoosiers, nineteen eighty-six. <laughs> yeah, we need to do a better job of dating our quotes when we make that. I think that'd make us sound much more professional. Yeah, yeah. we can do that. It's a good little good footnote. Trip. Well, uh, I'd like to see that video, Ginsburg. If you ever have that, put that on YouTube because that would be that'd be grand. Oh, now man. some of our friends that we grew up with that had kids before us, they got their children in rodeo and the big thing then was the goat riding yeah and kids are right. like three and four years, and that's funny as hell yeah, to watch. That, I yeah. Mean, <laughs> and, uh, i can remember pulling up to a friend of mine's house yeah probably 12 13 years ago and he, they're out back behind the house and he had this goat and a <laughs> makeshift pen and his Three of his kids were out there just chasing this goat all over, the, trying to wrestle it to the ground and all this. So like, they're pretty good. How long have they been doing it? They've been doing it for a while, but we just unloaded this goat about 30 minutes ago. <laughs> this thing was just like, shit, help me. Save me. Get me out of here. What's going on? See, and you know, that goat I used to have, he would not have put up with any of that. I mean, oh, this one was trying not to. No, but he, mine would have. Mine would have <laughs> beat the hell out of you. <laughs> I don't think this one wasn't a. Full grown. Goat. Yeah. So he still had some growing. I miss that goat of mine. Coyotes ate him almost about two years ago. Coyotes. Sure it was coyotes. Well, I mean. Not wild dogs. Chupacabra. I don't, we don't have any wild it dogs. It could have been a goat sucker. It could have been. You know what? Maybe it was. Yeah. Now we had a couple of those uh, miniature donkeys that I got stuck with. I forgot about that. And supposedly. Coyotes eat them? No. Yeah, they're supposed to keep the they're cows away. They're supposed to keep the cows away, but... The I, not the miniature ones, though. Maybe not. But <laughs> just the big ones. Just the regular size. The goat, the goat always bullied the donkeys. So, like, if I put out feed, even if I put three buckets out, the goat would come and run them all off. Mm-hmm. So, I think if the cows ever came, the donkeys were like, fuck you. Yeah. And just We're stood back. Take that, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Were they the size of schnauzers? No, they were, they were a little bit bigger than schnauzers. Way but out west, donkeys. story told. Yeah, uh, we finally got, I mean, I don't know where the donkeys went. They just went away one day. I think my mother-in-law finally took them. She's the one. That they saved up enough money for a bus ticket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, they're there. sitting next to Brad. <laughs> Brad <laughs> on the bang bus. Heading through the hill country. Lord. Brad's mentioning the bus. I did have a note from a long time ago when we first started that we should take a Greyhound trip sometime. Ooh. I bet that'd be tough. Boy. That would be tough. It would It would provide plenty of stories. Because sure. yeah. what I have heard as far as like the Greyhound stories is that a lot of times it's... No, I think I've heard this about trains, too, but more, I think, buses. It's not always that people take it because it's cheaper. It's that sometimes it's folks that don't want to have to go through security. That's right. They're laying or, low. Or that don't need to be on a plane, like kind of your not as mentally stable right. type folks. Or the laying low, yeah. 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 Like that. Well, a good way to sneak across the country. I, bet, I, see, a, uh, yep. I see them lined up for the bus to Tulsa. Yeah, because that's what stops there in town. I see them when I'm going to get the donuts for the kids. Speaking of donuts, so Mrs. Gustav decided she wanted to try a low-carb diet. Oh, fuck that. And being the good husband that I am. You signed on. I signed on. You agreed to eat all the carbs so she wouldn't have to. Jack Spratt style. And that's basically what I do it when my wife suggests that. Honey, that's a great idea. You going to do it with me? Absolutely not. No, she <laughs> she not said, well, do you want to try it? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I need to keep my girlish figure. And to my surprise, it's, we started on Wednesday and today's Saturday. Uh, I've lost four pounds so far. Just it will do that. Just water weight. I don't think so. Because I drink a lot of water. It'll it'll trim you down for yeah. sure. And, you know, it, but... You know, I'm so what are you eating? Lots of meat. Cheese? You doing dairy? Some cheese. A little bit of like cheese. What kind of meat? Uh chicken, pork chops, ground beef, hot lake, just meat. Hot dogs. What, any kind of veggies going with it? Well, uh if I make like stir fry, there's like bell peppers and jalapenos and stuff like that. I have been having just lettuce salads and tomato. You can eat that with some bacon. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. Yeah. So that doesn't count as no carbs. carbs. No, you you got to watch out for your starchy stuff. Yeah. You know, I couldn't eat like pineapple or something. No potatoes. Bananas. No potatoes. And uh, I'll be you damned. this right before Thanksgiving? I don't give a shit about Thanksgiving. That's true. I can't believe you don't like Thanksgiving food. I don't like Thanksgiving food. Why would I want to eat this food that I don't choose to eat any of the rest of the time of the year? I get in the old days, like, this is a big meal. We're going to pull out the stops and make these yams with Marshmallows on top. And what? Brown sugar Man, I butter. could eat turkey and dressing once a week. No, yeah. no, I don't like it. And so pumpkin it's pie. Gonna, it's not going to. You don't like pumpkin me. pie. Now she may have a cheat day that day. But I don't care. Yeah, but no, nah, my she wants to do it for two weeks. I'm like, well, it's not bad. Thanksgiving, but uh, you can do anything for two weeks. I don't know about anything. <laughs> it's worth a shot. <laughs> How do you know if you haven't tried it? But, yeah. Not when, back when the Atkins diet was real popular, I tried that. Thought I was going to starve to death. No, nah, see, I mean, I'm eating like. What's funny? I only did it for a day and a half. <laughs> <laughs> you did it for breakfast. I was so damn hungry. <laughs> By lunch, I was like, "F that! <laughs> Give me some bread." You know, I'm a creature of habit, and I can eat the same thing every day, and it really not bug me. But the fact when you tell me you can't have this, mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, shit. Right. And, you know, and like I said, I've been eating stuff that I like. I mean, lots of meat. I like meat. <laughs> <laughs> Mark. But, uh, 
it has been a little psychological. And I've had like, I think like the first day I had a headache and stuff kind of. Yeah. But you can get some irritability along with low carb too when you first might, change over. There might yeah. be a little bit of that going on. There might Is there be. on the other side of the. I might not have made her happy today. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. It happens, man. He was down here promptly today. That when he said yeah. he was going to be here, which usually, you know, there's a little, you know, fifteen minute window or fifteen so. fifteen to thirty minutes he'll he'll be here. But no, it was <laughs> he pulled up right in time. I was a lot more prompt than her other partner. Yeah. Well, you know, well, what are you going to do? Sometimes you run late. All happens. right. But anyway, so if I am irritable, or if I'm looking really good in my speedo. Hey, you can well, think we're that sorry that carb. B- both Heavy and I ate about 15 pieces of pizza in front of you. Well, I texted you saying I, I, no pizza for yeah. me tonight, you know. He, he let me know. Well, I just thought he was eating before he got here, you know. I didn't know there was a diet. We didn't know he was getting all svelte on us. Well, if there's somebody throwing around the word svelte, it's uh, you, Mr. Medium T-shirt. <laughs> I don't eat a lot. I mean, I kind of binge on with carbs like if i'm going to eat carbs it's going to be something i really want to eat right you know i don't just like snack carb like i don't like chips and crackers and you know sandwiches and that kind of stuff lots of breads and potatoes and all that like you don't uh, eat a lot of sandwiches not anymore boy i can use sandwiches i mean i love sandwiches but put that on there yeah don't worry it's clean (laughs) you know a lot of times there's been such great things that I'm like, oh, I'll take that for the montage. Then we're talking over each other. Mm-hmm. So I like to just let, when, it, when we know it's right. coming, just let it go. It's good when it's sweet and clean. Yes. And that's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but yeah, I mean, like, and here lately on Twitter, all you jack wagons have been talking about chips and freaking Popeyes yeah. and stuff. And I'm just like, damn, I would kill for a Popeyes biscuit. And I love fried chicken. Oh, man, me too. And how about Queen of the North saying she's never eaten KFC or Popeyes or churches, only her mama's, her sweet, dear mama, who got me some Mayha jelly the other day. That must be some damn good fried chicken if she's never ventured out on those other ones. Now, I hadn't eaten Popeyes in years. Now, I like Popeyes is good. I like the the tenders, the the spicy tenders. That's the way to go there. I said, when I when I buy fried chicken, I want fried chicken. Mm. I want a couple of thighs. <laughs> Get that? that was clean. I hope it was clean. Yeah. I think it was. I might have ummed in the middle of it, but uh, I hadn't had churches in a long time. I'm not big on churches. I'll tell you what I've been doing lately. I mean, I, I'm not doing it now because I've already been pre-Thanksgiving eat shit for about two weeks straight. But I started doing some of that paleo diet yeah. stuff, which allows you to eat. You know, like you can eat potatoes on it. You can eat all the vegetables you want. Right. But it's, it's processed food that you're staying away from, basically. Yeah, and I don't know. There's some things on there that, like, I've got an app to check to make, because it doesn't make sense sometimes, like, what's paleo-friendly and what's not. Yeah. But I've liked it a little bit more than, like, the Atkins low-carb right. thing to where you can you can eat a little bit more different stuff. You know, the only thing that, like, and some things, like, I'm not doing it all the way. Like, it says no dairy. I mean, I can't not eat cheese yeah, or like, milk, like whatever. Cheese. Like, that is not going to happen. Right. I'm okay without the milk, but, man, I like cheese. I remember, I think it was, shit, one of those doctors that's on TV. Dr. Phil? Besides him. Trapper John? The, uh, 
I remember him saying, "Hey, the years original ago, Trapper John died. Did you know that? R- just Wayne recently? Rogers, like this year. Huh? huh. Sorry, guys. <laughs> just now finding out. We're now. all bummed out about Wayne Rogers of Mash. Man. The uh, anyway, he was saying this makes perfect sense. He heard it. Pernell Roberts has been dead for years. Mm. The, has he really? Oh, yeah. I don't think I knew that. Slowly <laughs> a tear rolled down his eye. Man. Adam from Bonanza. Yeah. Anyway, he was saying, talking about those <laughs> diets. Hey, did you see the, the, the us is the you is Haas? Yes. <laughs> that, that was funny. Butcher, I think. That was great. He was saying if your great-grandparents would not have eaten it or recognized it as food. To stay away from it. I was like, that makes pretty good sense as far as, as processed as Yeah. Stuff At what part of now. their life? Because our great-grandparents lived up into the 70s. So they probably had a little Captain Crunch in the 60s. I mean, they, they saw the change. Just take. Maybe we should go to great-great-grandparents. I think he's well actually in you right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all right. It's like you want to split hairs. Right. He knows what you mean, but he's in the fucking with you anyway. Fifties were full on. I'm I'm thinking of my great grandpa, the bootlegger, who he just gardened pretty much, and he ate he ate dirt and he loved it. <laughs> he ate his own chickens. He ate his own pigs. He ate his own vegetables, and that was pretty much it. How about 1850? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go 1750. 1750. Did they have? I bet they didn't have any sugar cereal in 1750. I think I think I talked about. It. There's a, that show on. Uh, it was on. They have Britain. a Kroger. 1750. <laughs> You're right. Where they go through like each week they would do a different time period and they would only eat the oh, food. Oh yeah, yeah, that. yeah. That's and yeah. Cool. Th- it's shocking when sugar comes in because it's not there up until the like the 1800s that yeah. sugar was a common thing. So you are just screwed, and everything's wow. got like lots of stewed fruits like that have been dried, so dates and raisins mm-hmm. and stuff, and everything. And they're like, oh. Do you read <laughs> off Kindle? You read on your Kindle much? Some. They have. I always every few months I'll dig through the free book stuff, whatever they're giving away on Kindle. And I downloaded a couple of years ago. It was this recipe book from 1930s. Ireland or Scotland or something. Holy shit. You I bet that was awful. Mm. Bland. Yeah, I think it was Ireland. Yeah. Bland. Everything was stewed. Not known for their uh, cooking even in the modern day. Right. No. Everything was stewed. And it Maybe was some haggis. Basically every damn part of the animal. Right. Basically. And, uh, damn. Well, even our grandparents were from the age where they didn't want to waste a lot of part of the animal. No. Oh, no. Yeah, no. There was, yeah. But I don't remember. Pig ear sandwiches. That's right. Pigs. My grandmother liked her some pig's feet. Mm. Never eaten pig's feet. Me either. I thought you had. No. Well, that one time we showed up out here, you had a hoof hanging out of your mouth. (laughs) Was that just for show? That was just for show. Picking your, picking your teeth with the end of the... With a dew claw. I have eaten pig ears, but I've never eaten pig's feet. I've had, had pig... Do you have like a pig ear sandwich? Mm-hmm. Fried? Yeah. Does it have the tag on it? Still have the tag on it. <laughs> you had to bite through the brand. <laughs> it's about through the plastic ear tag. How was it? Was it bologna-ish? It was fried. Yeah. I mean... Did it have that salted. texture, though, that bologna-type texture? I think it'd be kind of leathery. I only had it once, you know. 
So that says something. Yeah, I mean, if I wouldn't starve to death. I would eat the pig ear sandwich. Son of a bitch, you'd eat the whole damn pig. Well, I've had, but like, menudo. Have you had that? Once. Yeah, I've had it once. So it's a, I mean, well, it's, it's, it's got, got some intestine there, in it. Yeah, it's got yeah. tripe in it. Yeah. There's so many different kinds of tripe. I mean, we'd sell, like, honeycomb tripe at the grocery store, and we'd sell tripas. You know, it, I don't know, there was some smooth kind. I, I never knew, because I'm not a butcher. <laughs> or a candlestick Mark maker. that. There was a kid that. Worked with him. He's like, oh, you know, it was super cold one night. He's like, oh, my grandma made some menudo. Do you want some? And he lifted it up, and there was a chicken foot in it, too. Oh, shit. And it was just like, <laughs> oh. like no, nah, it's all right, Petey. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks for the offer, though. I ate mine with a lot of red onion. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting when you, uh, especially with Mexican food, when it's authentic. Right. I worked with some guys one time for a few years that uh, we had a Christmas party and they were all Hispanic guys. We had this Christmas party and everybody was supposed to bring something. Well, there a bunch of the wives brought tamales. I was like, shit, I love tamales. All right. Mm-hmm. Lion wrapped one bite down into it. I'm like, damn. It had a bone in mm-hmm. it. And, uh, bone tamale. It, uh, it was a chicken wing or something, you know. I was like, that's good. but I mean, Tastes good, but can we take the bones out? You're <laughs> doing it wrong. <laughs> Yeah. You want to make tamales? Come on. Come on. <laughs> People. That, that ain't like them Hormel ones in the can. Come on. Take the bones out at least. I'd like some good tamales, but that Boy. would be uh, be some carbs. You know what? I had the <laughs> worst tamale ever out in California, and I don't like California Mexican food. Nah. It, it, it got better the with more of the Mexican influx. You'd get more kind of Mexican street food sometimes mm-hmm. from places, but this was like a fancy place that somebody wanted to take us one night for business and the tamale looked like it was meat stuffed in a big old slice of cornbread wet cornbread it was mm, the thickest the tamale casing i've ever seen in my life I mean, it was like an inch thick in some parts i was like this thing you gotta go tamales. with the thin masa yeah. yeah i mean it was crazy but it was some fancy mexican yeah. what's y'all's favorite kind of tamale do you like the beef you like the pork you like the chicken i don't like the chicken that much the green chili chicken I don't know if I've ever had a green chili one. I like the pork. Me too. Yeah, pork's yeah. probably better. I've also had some pork beef combos that are pretty good. Yeah, be good. Shit, I just like tamales. We have tamales uh, with fried eggs every New Year's. That's our family tradition. Really? With like fried my, eggs? Huh. My, uh, my aunt and uncle have a big party on New Year's, and then pretty much everybody stays over there. And then the next morning, we, we've got some family out in... El Paso, New mm-hmm. Mexico way. They when they come in for the party every year, they bring a shitload of tamales, and then we have tamales and fried eggs. Oh, but that's good. You ever oh, had fried good. eggs on uh, enchiladas? No. Fried egg on a cheeseburger? Hell yeah, that's legit. Yep. Yeah, that is good. The fried egg on enchilada—that's it's interesting. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about it. I it, love fried eggs. It's good on then tamales, so it probably would be sauce on top of the yeah. It's, it's just a, it's you. Enchiladas with the fried eggs sitting on top of it with all mm. the sauce. I'll be damned. See, I like that at? Abuelas. Okay. I like fried eggs like that, like on tamales or you know, cheeseburger or whatever, but just a plain runny fried egg. Hell yeah. No. Oh, yes. me, and I Give don't like it too runny. I don't like scrambled eggs. I like, In I fact, like I like eggs any way they come. <laughs> I bought. I, I like hard I made boiled. 
Yeah, I don't like hard boiled. Hard, boiled, hard boiled, pickled, scrambled, fried, Boy, me too. poached. Me and you need to start Poaching our own gum. Yeah, I'm egg like, shop. I'm, I'm like Bubba Gump when it comes to eggs. I love eggs. I bought the egg, the silicone egg rings, so I make a perfect round fried egg now. Oh, classy. Look nice. at you. It's like McDonald's, huh? Mm-hmm. That, that's How long does it, does it take longer? No. No? No. You flip them? You wear yeah, a little hat? I wear a little paper hat. Cool. You remember talking about the eggs on the enchiladas that got me thinking? It was about five or six years ago, and that was the end thing. They were putting fried eggs on every fucking thing that got cooked. People yeah. were putting a fried. That was the new thing. I like I like a, a fried egg in my stir fry too, or my hibachi. Yeah, I, nothing wrong with that. I bet a fried egg over a big mound of French fries would be pretty good. That would be pretty good. You get that sauce on. Man, when I when I bad. when I can eat. Potatoes again. I'm going to try that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Overdue is talking about. we got to stop talking about shit you can't eat. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's probably about it for tonight. Thank you all for listening. Can you um, email us your cock ring or your true love weights or your rodeo stories or your fried egg opinions at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com? And I guess we'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye. Don't fuck with me, fellas. This ain't my first time at the rodeo. I went to the doctor and he was like, don't gain any more fucking weight. And world-class championship wrestling, I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Sally. Good night from Dallas, Texas.